Welcome to the Double Deuce Podcast, an amazing show that lasts only 22 minutes and is for you, the listener. So soak it up. So here are your two big beer hosts, Will Averill and Nelson. Hey, Will, hit the timer. And we're in. Double Deuce. Double Deuce Live Show. Everybody unmute and say yay. Hey. Yeah. This is going to be the highest energy, highest octane double <laughs> we've had to date. My it's a fucking thrill ride. Well, from start to finish, <laughs> you'll pay for the whole seat, but you only need the edge. Puxatani pill. The Phil got like climbed up out of the hole and got a sack out and did a little dance for, for this double deuce, which means 44 minutes of freaky. I mean, I get. I don't know if that was the vibe I was going for, but um, speaking of freaky, I was trying to. I was trying to time this, and I realized that I never stopped the timer from yesterday when we recorded the one for next week. It was at like twenty nine hours and counting. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. Apparently, if you don't stop the timer on your computer, it'll just go. I sometimes do that with with my uh, with my little fitness thing when I'm doing like a, a workout routine, uh, and then I forget about it, and then like my last mile is like epic because like you know I'm doing I'm walking mostly, so it's like 16 minute mile, 17 minute mile, 45 hour third mile, third miles rough. It's always the roughest. You got to take breaks. You know? It's uphill, and it, the app doesn't know that. You remember the time you tried to convince me that 10th Street didn't have a hill? Uh yeah, I felt like it had a little bit of a more gradual one than it did at that point. But we're walking true. it, and you're like, no, there's no 10th Street doesn't have a hill. I'm like, I'm pretty sure 10th Street has a pretty big hill, man. And you're like, no, no hill yeah. on. 10th Street. And then we took 10th Street from from like I don't know from like uh, Missouri to to Mass, and yeah, there's a big old fucking hill right plop in the middle of that, and the whole time mm-hmm. we're going to the hill, I'm like, I still pause it. What 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 cross street would have been better for us to be drinking in broad daylight? Ninth, it was like after <laughs> Ninth Street, just down the just down the street. Trouble, yeah, no, yeah. I don't think. I don't know. I don't know. I, 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 I just you mentioned. I just feel like on Ninth Street, there's a whole lot of situations you could get into where somebody's like, "Hey, what's in those cups?" Yeah, true, true. People always want to know what's in my cup. Well, I get asked a lot. Do you? When's the last time you got asked what's in your cup? Right now. That was a thinker. <laughs> oh yeah. I don't know, man. That All was time. I don't I, actually. I don't have a cup right now. You don't. You don't have a cup right now. No. We're doing a double deuce, and you're not having. You're not. This is. Oh my god. Tired. No, that's all right. I'm not. High octane. Tired. <laughs> hey, speaking <laughs> of, um, it's time for our the sponsorship corner. Uh, this week we have uh, Ed Parker uh, as a special uh, representative of Applebee's. Um, Ed, did you did you prepare the speech? Uh, yeah. You want to go ahead and give that now? Yeah. Um, I, I I love Applebee's, and I like their wings. And margaritas are good. Um, steak isn't good, but burgers are okay. Applebee's. 
And with the tag, Nelson. Applebee's. Suicide is painless, but you'll never stop feeling these riblets. Boom. Boom. It was a, was a smoking, a smoking uh, Applebee's corner. Uh, I hope I High hope, octane. Will I believe is the term uh, that the kids have been using today. I hope it's the I hope it's the eighties because that commercial would be in the smoking section <laughs> of of the Applebee's. Yeah, you guys really work together uh, flawlessly. Um, you guys should do commercials because there there really needs to be more white dudes doing commercials in the Midwest. Uh, it's a missing demographic for sure. Mm-hmm. It really underlooked. Lost generation, they call them. Um, we got a lot of uh, fun folks here tonight, Nelson. People we've talked to recently, and a lot of people we haven't. Well, I'm excited. Are you? I mean, it kind of sounded like you were kind of phoning that in. <laughs> no, no. I'm. Uh, this is genuine excitement. Like if I if I were like I feel like if I were just putting putting on a fake excitement, you could tell that no, this is the real thing. I, I kind of like this low key you. It's kind of it's kind of. I mean, it, it it puts me like sometimes the 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 up up real up and excitable you kind of kind of mm-hmm. makes me I think a little edgy. Uh, but I feel really comfortable with you right now. That's cool. Yeah, I feel like I could tell you anything. Like what? Well, I don't know. If I had anything to tell you, I I would feel like I could. Top three secrets. Go. Um, I think I've I've already given away most of my embarrassing secrets. Uh, I uh, I got busted uh, on an internet thread for cheating on my high school girlfriend uh, just recently. That was that was kind of kind of funny. Uh, it's not really a secret because it's on Facebook, but uh, boy, that a was a secret from lots of people if it's on Facebook. Yeah. Basically, I, I somebody mentioned this student council camp and and I was like, oh, yeah, I uh, really was. I love this one girl, but I ended up kissing on this other girl. And then Casey, who I was dating at the time, is like, hey, I guess you were cheating on me then. And I'm like, oh, oops, was it that wasn't the same time period, was it? Like, you know, trying to squirm my way out of it, mm-hmm. uh, you know, like I do. And uh, and then and then and then uh, uh, Casey was like, no, you, that's OK. Players going to play. And I'm like, oh, wow. Ouch. Ouch. So that wasn't really a secret anymore. But it, I guess it was for a long time till recently. Number two. Um, the number two is uh, that uh, that um, some t- when okay. Number two is when when uh, I was a kid, uh, I would uh, sometimes um, I would I, I, I would sometimes uh, get completely naked and under a sleeping blanket and put the sleeping blanket over. Uh, the uh, over the air conditioning vent, and I would pretend to be Han Solo in the the, the carbonite chamber. He had clothes on in the movie. Yeah, well, there was a little bit of there was a weird thing going. So there's on. like a sexual component to you being frozen in carbonite. Kind of trying to feel the cold. Like you uh-huh. know, I don't. What's that? You're trying to feel the cold more deeply. Yeah, exactly exactly uh-huh. i mean uh-huh. uh, that was so that yeah so that's so that, like a spiritual thing it was it's sort of yeah i mean 
I guess I look back on it now and think there could have been an element of spirituality. Mostly it was just like, I like being that cold. And the number one secret. Oh, the number one secret. I feel like this is in no particular order. Um, but uh, uh, let's see. Um, uh, in college, uh, I did something real bad. All right. That was a juicy one. Yeah, yeah, I saved that one for last. I'm glad that you saved that for the number one. I'm glad that I decided midway through that I should be counting down and not up. Yeah, no, I'm really, I'm really glad you did too. I'm really (laughs) glad you did too. I just, I feel like there's, there's not a lot of, of, of like, there's not a whole lot of, you know, uh, yeah, secrets that I want to tell other people. Hey, that's fine. Yeah, you, you were brave today. Don't let anyone tell you you weren't brave. Um, and yes, Ed, well, in college was not a long time ago for me because I went back to college to complete it in 2013. So fuck you and your Ed face. No. So, so which one was it? Was it the first time you went to college? The second time that you did this horrible thing? First time, but I was also in college in as little as like six, seven years ago. Yeah. Maybe eight years. Right. That's why I was saying like, we, I was trying to get you to narrow it down a little bit. You're on about you've been staying. Listen, these were these were these were good secrets. These were good uh, secrets. I mm-hmm. defy anyone else here to match the secret secrety secrets that those. You told secrets. us about like a childhood Star Wars fantasy that had both spiritual and sexual components. I feel like that's a pretty. That was, was pretty hot. That one was pretty hot. There's a heady mix there. Um, maybe we should talk to. Uh, speaking of of. Um, of uh, a long, long time ago. Um, I, I think this is kind of an exciting and special time because um, obviously Paul, I've, I've known for uh, my entire life, really. Uh, and, and, and for, for a, a good chunk karate. of karate for a good lot. See, I went back and corrected. Well, he's not here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I didn't even make it till later in the show. Fuck mm-hmm. me. <laughs> You all are telling me that you, you talked them all out pregame, but I knew better. I made a special spot in my notes to track them. <sighs> you got one. Karate tracker. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I think we should start by talk, bringing up a very special guest uh, whose name it says accidental K bombs right there. <laughs> whose name <laughs> is the accidental K bomb. Uh, karate and Nick. Hey! <laughs> Hey. How you doing? How you doing? How you doing? How you doing? Good, good, good. How you doing? How you doing? Right, I think we, we just derailed Paul from getting on as a guest. I know. We should. Should we? Should we? Should we? <laughs> I just was realizing you were in the middle of introducing him when I called you out for K bomb use. <laughs> yeah. There's no flow here. There's no flow. Paul. Uh-huh. No karate. Uh, we're gonna. We're gonna. Okay, Paul. Ladies and gentlemen, Paul. <laughs> Amy, yay! Hey, thank you. Sorry, uh, kiddos just got home too. So, um, <laughs> actually, it was a perfect timing of derailment. So, <laughs> yeah, like Nelson read the room, mm-hmm. you know, in a high octane style. Exactly. And we were there. My head was on a swivel. That's right. That's right. So, yeah, no, you were on top of it. So, we're good. Hello. It's 
I don't know uh, if you uh, had questions or if I'm just saying hello. And well, this is it's this, good to see everybody. This is really our chance to highlight highlight you and and, <laughs> and great. <laughs> talk about um, this, you know. Uh, let's talk about um, let's talk about about teaching. Are you still doing that, or have you? Yes. Been- okay. Um, I am still doing that in a very interest. I mean, it's a interesting thing to teach. I don't know anywhere between eighteen and twenty-five kids online, and have about five kids in your room at the same time. Um, you know, that's uh, that's a trip. Yeah, and there there's about to be more kids starting on the fifteenth um, coming in the room. Um, and I have the wonderful privilege of getting to teach a language with a mask on. So that's, um, that's really fun too. Um, and then, uh, Amy, who's here with me, she gets to teach, um, elementary special ed, uh, half in person and half over the computer. So you, you know, you can imagine how that goes for, uh, yeah, non, nonverbal kindergartners. Right. Uh, who are supposed to interact over a screen. So, you know, the, huh. there are, uh, shall we say, unique challenges to the teaching profession at the moment. Um, and in the immortal words of like school districts everywhere, we are about to pivot to asynchronous transparency. Does that mean that's- tell them the truth like half the time and they have to figure out which half? Uh, yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And then they, they're also telling you lies half the time and you have to like figure out on, at, at, at your own pace, which is bullshit and which is not. Nice. Nice. Um, now, uh, I, 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 I think, uh, you know, one, one issue that, that I think has been particularly highlighted during, during, during COVID is, um, that, you know, do you, do you uh, do you agree that you know teachers should just be like thankful for getting to go back in the classroom because they get three months off anyway? Uh, We've done more work. Yeah, go ahead. We've done about three years worth of work in half a year. Yeah, Amy, Amy just said we've done about three years worth of work in about the half of a school year. Yeah. I mean that 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 is how it feels. Um, yes, but you know, of course. I, I, I'm just grateful for having a job. And, you know, I really wish I was thinking about this the other day is if like, if we got paid like babysitters, um, I'd even take like a dollar or two an hour per kid. And I see 160 kids a day. Mm. Um, you know, well, whether it's on zoom or, or WebEx or in the, uh, in the building, but you know, that comes out to, I don't know, like if it's two bucks, two bucks an hour per kid, yeah, I'd be making about $350 a day. Um, and babysitting money, it doesn't get taxed. And I wouldn't have to write a lesson plan if I was babysitting. So like, you know, if they just paid us like babysitters, we'd be, we'd be like, we would probably be making what we're worth. So uh, <laughs> that, that's my take on things. They probably want to layer in like four levels of supervisory administrative babysitters. Uh, yeah, I forgot about those. You know, those people that spend all that money getting their doctorate in babysitting. Mm-hmm. Uh, we we do have to pay those guys because then they attract other people with their masters in babysitting to come <laughs> boss us around. So I I forgot about that. Uh, well, um, 
No, but it's, it, I mean, right? honestly, it is going pretty well. I do feel like the the kids, at least here, take the safety protocols fairly seriously. Like, just to be like totally honest with with all of you guys, it it does feel like if we're going to be in a building, I I've never had more than eight kids in my room at once, and they they're going to keep it at about that. So like. I do feel like that, that part's been going pretty well, honestly, you know, and it's the, uh, I wouldn't want to be a, um, a building administrator right now. I think the district administrators are like totally, you know, they can do whatever it is that, you know, you want to wish upon somebody, but, um, the the uh, the building administrators they're they're totally stuck between a rock and a hard place because every teacher's pissed because we're all working a, a ton and they're they're being told to ask us to work more so like you know i while you know i you know if if teachers like are the boots on the ground if you will like those guys and the the like the, my principals and all of that they're their job sucks too right now, to be quite honest, because they're they're dealing with every parent that is pissed that kids are in the building, and they're dealing with every parent that is pissed that the kids aren't in the building. And then mm-hmm. I just show up and teach, and I like speak Spanish with a mask on, and so that um, <laughs> <laughs> that 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 goes about as well as you can imagine, because you know you you don't really realize like how much you read lips and like and and Amy's nodding her head too cuz she's teaching English to kindergartners that don't know you know they're like they're learning how to read and to to speak and like all of these other things and she has to wear a mask and since her kiddos are special ed they like she's got a face mask on too because not all of her kids are i mean like the the face shield uh not all of her kids are mask compliant and some of them you know Projectile bodily fluids. Right. Yeah. She just said projectile bodily fluids. So I know that like it's different when you're talking about kindergartners uh, than when you're talking about sausage pizza. Uh, but um, <laughs> but you know, there you go. Uh, so what are you doing for fun these days? <laughs> yeah. Well, painting the kitchen today was it was a big deal. Um, she uh amy's finishing up some school work but she's she's luckily um in an art class right now so like some of her school work is really easy is really easy for her um because it's stuff that like she's like had to turn in a sketch tonight um and so like she's been doing a lot of uh, sketching and drawing uh i've been trying to noodle around on the guitar and bass more uh, since obviously we're not, I'm not getting together with anybody in the same room playing music. Um, yeah. And, you know, we just moved, well, gosh, it was almost a year ago now that, which is crazy, but like, honestly, when you move and put two houses together, it's been a lot of, you know, it's been fun. Uh, but also a lot of work just like, okay, so what are we going to keep? What are we going to do? Mm-hmm. Um, and I cannot wait till you know people get till we can all get back together because we have a really really great back porch that's screened in and like it's perfect for having people over nice and yeah and it, honestly it would probably be pretty good for socially distanced beers uh as well so we could 
yeah, if it weren't three degrees outside right now, we could totally. So uh, yours after the cold snap. Yes. Yes. We could totally do that. And I would love that because um, this is the most uh, like kind of seeing people socially that we've done. And I don't know in in quite a while. Um, Seeing my folks, you know, that sort of stuff. But you know, like all the guys from the band, I haven't, we went out to Robert's farm in August and that was like the last time I got to see see any of those guys in person. So I've seen, I saw Jade at the store around Thanksgiving. Um, but you know, it's like, that's, that's life in a pandemic. I, I mean, I'm not complaining because we're all dealing with that same stuff. You know, that's, that's something that we're all going through, you know? Um, well, hey, uh, can I ask one more quick question of each of you, and then we'll probably have to move on to some. Yes, please do, because I'm sure I'm boring. Okay. Uh, <laughs> questions for Amy. Amy, will you sketch Nelson like one of your French girls? Say that again. Will you sketch Nelson like one of your French girls? Oh yes. Okay, great. I can do that. Awesome, awesome. We'll we'll get we'll get working on that. We'll we'll get in touch about that one, and then. Yeah. Paul, Paul, the question for you is, um, uh, through the lens of time, the work of the band Kvazer uh, can still be by some to be important to this day. Which of these two songs do you find more relevant to our current political situation? The Fly or How Can I Get Over You When You're Under Him? Um, ooh. The high school me would definitely answer the latter because that's snarky and like supposedly clever when you're a 17 year old boy. Um, But, you know, I have to go with the fly because it's all about like, uh, uh, you know, trying to break down some barriers and get along with people. So. Nice. Uh, we'll, we'll have to go with that. As soon as I can find a cassette player, we'll we'll rock out on some Kavazer again. Oh, I I still I still have two cassettes, and there is a cassette player in the basement that I got from my dad recently. But the one of the belts is bad, so I might have to like look at getting one of the belts fixed nice. on the cassette player. But I do have another one, except we have one. We do have yeah, one. It's a boom box. Yeah, oh yeah, it's a boombox. Yeah, so no, we do have one. So we'll have to break out. We'll have to break out the uh, Kavazer's Blood eight eight song EP. Oh man, the best! Band. I think I still have it on cassette, but it's in Brooklyn. I'm not there, unfortunately. But oh yeah, I'm, I've oh yeah, done it's, the it's, cover it's, art for it. That's nice, cool. hey. <laughs> nice. Ah, uh, all right. Well, that was a that was a jolly little chat. Yay! Thank you, Amy and Paul. Yay! Uh, Thank you. You know what I realized towards the end there, we talked about one of our sponsors, but we didn't talk about the other sponsor, which is Sunflower Publishing, bringing you the Will's Drunk Puppet bit. That's right, Sunflower Publishing. It's sunflowerpub.com for all your publishing needs. And here's a Will's Drunk Puppet Minute. One of the last ones ever. Gosh, I can't imagine why. You need to be afraid, Professor McLean. <laughs> Oh, yeah, we're we're scraping the bottom, but we're going to finish them tonight, folks. We're going to finish them tonight. 
go. There we go. It's the end of an era. So if you need me to do drunken voiceovers for any of your uh, your projects, let let me know. Mm-hmm. I, I guarantee to, to be be that good, as good as it just was. Um, let's let's uh, let's 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 move aside for a moment and uh, talk to um, one of our uh, favorite uh, local writing talents uh who is also a, a friend of ours and has a, a often guest to the show uh amber hi amber hey amber hi hi how are you i'm good yeah yeah awesome awesome i mean i'm stuck at home so i don't i don't know what we're gonna talk about <laughs> <laughs> are you stuck by by pandemic or or like are, are, is it is it more dire than that? Do we need to send somebody? Are you? I mean, no, it's just pandemic and you know general anxiety and like the pandemic makes it easy to stay home. Yeah, isn't it great? I mean, for people who suffer from anxiety and a little bit of agoraphobia, it's fantastic to have a built-in excuse to not do things. It is. It really is. <laughs> feel bad about it but then you also start to miss people this is the the dark side. yes yeah. <laughs> it's a that's how they get you weird, yeah it's a weird uh, conundrum so can we can we talk a little bit about your novel because uh you you dropped your novel on a few select readers um and i was excited to be included in in that that grouping um me too are uh should i read it is it good i mean what, what's what's uh you know how are you feeling about it I mean, I'm feeling pretty good. Most of the feedback I've gotten has been pretty positive. So kind of a brief, like what it's about synopsis. Oh God, I'm so bad at at figuring out synopsis. I got to figure this out. Um, It's about a girl who is an entomology major at KU. She's a freshman um, and she is from Maryland. So she makes a couple of friends here and they get pretty tight and um, they have a few adventures where there's, there's, I mean, she's a freshman, right? So she lives in Oliver, her friends live in Oliver with her. She has some experimental drug and alcohol uh, sessions. And when she's messed up, ghosts on campus talk to her. And she's not sure if she's crazy at first or not. Um, So the book's called The Bug Diary. Uh, Carrie Watson, who was the first librarian at Watson Library for whom it is named, gives Keimer, that's the protagonist, um, a diary, a bug diary, a field, it's a field diary um, of bugs that actually... Uh, the first woman to graduate KU from KU, Flora Ellen Richardson, she actually put together KU's first entomology collection. That, that's actually real. So in the book, anyway, uh, Carrie Watson gives Keimer um, Flora's field diary. That's why it's called the bug diary. And there's a, a bee in there that has never been, that Flora found and described, but it has never been named. So um it's sort of the the mystery of Keimer trying to figure out you know what this bee is and she meets a few ghosts along the way and she's also trying for a hookup because she's horny so there's there's lots of sex in it too um it's ghosts it's sex it's drugs 
there's is something there, for everyone. Is there ghost sex? There is no ghost sex. Well, I mean, that's the sequel. Yeah, yeah, that's sophomore year. There you mm-hmm. go. Uh, mm-hmm. um, I think we can get a, like a like a you know a Fifty Shades of Grey thing going here. I'm just saying, I think I think this could be huge to experiment when you're in college, right? Exactly. Did did you? I have a question. Did you did you? Is it set uh, contemporary, or is it? Did you set it kind of um, from your college experience years, or how did you how did you navigate those waters of? Um, it's set contemporarily, but yeah, I drew on a lot of my own experiences, and I hope most of it translates. I think it does. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, yeah, I, 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 I feel like uh, it's, it's, it's interesting, kind of seeing what the college experience is like now, both in the ways that it's similar and the ways it's different. Actually, you helped me with that because I paid a lot of attention when you went back to college and you were posting about how it was different, and that was hilarious when you did that. I loved that, and it was so helpful. Yeah, well, I, yeah, I did. That's, I'm glad. um so yeah so uh, and you're you're self-publishing which you which you um so you said in your in your note in your email that came with us the article is like don't do that (laughs) it was a kind of a difficult process no actually i'm not self-publishing um it's a local small publisher it's called uh anamkara press llc um so yeah i'm working i'm working with them oh cool yeah, they actually publish um, one of the one of their writers is Leonard Kristalka, who used to run the the Natural History Museum. Yeah, he writes murder mysteries, so they publish his murder mysteries. Okay. Yeah. I think Karate uh, might have a, a little connection. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, I so, hope. I went in that place one time. A uh, guy had a big mustache. That was cool. <laughs> <laughs> All right. He, he seems to enjoy playing the character of Herr Professor very much. <laughs> he goes for the look. Hair. Yeah, the hair, the big hair, mustache. He's uh, the most remarkable uh, Canadian Jewish paleontologist Mark Twain impersonator I've ever known. Oh, I didn't know he was Canadian. <laughs> Oh yeah. Whoa. Wow, that's a lot. Heard it here first. <laughs> that was a hell of a string of adjectives there. Canadian and <laughs> Polish. <laughs> I'm sorry, that was racist. <laughs> All right. Well, um, so uh, I, oh, the question I wanted to ask you earlier that, that, that I said we should hold off on, and so so. Let me ask you this. Um, as a writer, I always find one of the most daunting things going from like the first draft where you've got the big like, blah, here's my big fat messy piece of writing to trying to kind of craft that. Um, do, you, do you have any, how did you approach that? What, what did you go, did you read the whole thing and then just kind of chop, chop, chop? Or did you come up with new things or did you do it systematically or did you just kind of go for it? What was your, what was your second draft uh, sort of um, style? How did you, how did you approach it? Uh, I mean, the whole thing has just been kind of going for it. I wrote a 
first draft, I let that sit for a while and stew. And then I looked at it again. And, uh, you know, after you let it sit, you can figure out what's wrong more easily once you forget it a little bit. Um, I mean, I've, I've probably, I'm probably on my fourth draft at this point. And it's, so it's getting close to being done, but I mean, people are still finding typos. It's, it's hilarious. Cause I mean, I'm not the only person who's looked at, there's been like five different people who've looked at it now and you know, there's still typos and stuff. It's crazy. There you go. There you go. Well, thank you, Amber. Appreciate it. Um, we'll thank keep you. sure we'll have you on the show um, when it gets a little closer to time, but um, very, that sounds very exciting. And that's really cool. I love the kind of history uh, and, and women's history at KU um, angle of this. I think that's kind of, kind of cool and fascinating and the science angle because you know, the, the lady scientists at KU, that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, speaking of um women KU and sciences. Here's uh, another Will's drunk puppet line. Oh. He's a raven lunatic louver, but what was I supposed to say? He's turned his kid into a carbon copy of the centipede. Count yourself lucky you never saw what that lunatic did to the QAnon separatist leadership. Is that is it done? Yeah. <laughs> that that was it. Sounds a little bit like Amon mumbling from the other room. Um, yeah. 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 Uh, let's introduce Karate but, Nick. Hey, Karate and Nick. Yay. Welcome. Always a pleasure. Never a chore, except when I get names wrong, but that happens. How are you guys? Sorry, sorry to interrupt your introduction. I just, we, we're, it's, we're, we're, we're trying, we're getting the rest of these puppet lines out. I said no more after today. There'll be no more after today. That's we got. I'm charged in a holy mission by God, Karate. Doesn't Will have something to do with it? Can he be doing puppet lines? Yeah. Why? Why does this have to be on demand? I mean, you know, it's it's the Sunflower Publishing paid for it. They really wanted us to do it, and we're like, if you say so. Yeah. We're all just consensually partying. Yeah, yeah, no. Every this everything's cool here. You've got a science degree from KU, don't you, Karate? One might call it that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, among, among all your all your degrees. Yeah, all my accolades and, and certificates I have pasting wallpapering the wallpapering the walls of my 20 foot ceilings. <laughs> Um, there's probably one in there that is a science degree from the University of Kansas. I don't know. I got so many, it's hard to count. Very smart. <laughs> How many ghosts were involved in your science education while at the University of Kansas? Oh my gosh. Well, I mean, just science ghosts or just everyday ghosts? I mean, I feel like any ghosts would count, but I'm also, you know, interested in the way that they helped you in your schooling. Well, first of all, there's a ghost per at least one ghost per building, like the host ghost. Mm -hmm. the host uh, ghost. And then, then there's like discipline specific ghosts. Mm -hmm. Like when you get into disciplines, so like you know, Amber's talking about the bug lady, right? The bug lady of KU. Mm -hmm. I'm just gonna, I'm paraphrasing here. Uh, you know, do you know how many? Do you know how many species of beetles there are? There is one ghost per every species of beetle. That's a lot of ghosts. That's a lot of beetle ghosts. 
That's a lot of ghosts. Do they do they have like ghosts that work at the office of the ombudsman to like help handle ghost disputes? Because I'm guessing that ghosts probably struggle to find justice in a court of law. Man, you don't you don't even want to talk to the ghost who's like, mm, let's let's work through your problems and let's mm-hmm. make sure you're talking to the right people about your ghost problems, even though you're not a ghost. It's just it's almost ombudsman ghosts are the worst. Yeah, you know, don't talk about that. It's it's, it's terrible. Um, I, I will say that uh, the KU Biodiversity Institute Natural History Museum has over uh, what I heard, uh, 11.2 million specimens of plants, animals, uh, fossils, and archaeological artifacts, and each one of those has a ghost. So we're seeing just in this one department, that's almost 12 million ghosts. It's a lot of ghosts, man. Yeah, yeah. How can you even keep track? Huh. Like, how do you get, like, is it, is it, does it feel soupy, like, walking through the halls with all that ectoplasm lingering around? Meh, meh, meh. Meh, meh, meh. You can't see me, but I'm making these, these like, hand noises, like a duck quacking, but it's like, man, you're talking to me in my head. Oh, you're talking to me in my head some more. And it's just ghosts. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, time. Burp, 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 burp. Ghost, ghost, ghost. Mmm, <laughs> chlorophyll. Mmm, trial bite. Burp, burp, burp. It's mm-hmm. the worst. Worst degree I ever got. <laughs> what was the best degree you ever got? Jeez. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, if Ray Parker Jr. is not afraid of no ghosts, is he afraid of 12 million ghosts? Who? You know, unfortunately, I think we might have to ask the ghost of Ray Parker Jr. that question because I will not know speak for Ray Parker Jr. Wait a minute. Is Ray Parker Jr. still alive? I don't know. I think so, but maybe. Oh. Although I feel like is Ray Parker Jr. still alive might be a good for the show. That's um, true. You I know, know. I, I feel like he's probably, I don't know at what point, because Bustin makes him feel good. It so does. I don't know at what point that that like joy might turn to fear in the face of like an amount of ghosts that he is incapable of busting. And can I just like second that? Can I second uh, Ray Parker Jr.'s sentiment by saying, as someone who has both a degree in ghost studies and uh, a degree that involved almost 12 million ghosts, um, Bustin does make me feel good, which is why I took on karate. Mm-hmm. It's one of the best feelings. It really, it really is. Just, just Bustin. And I don't know if it's like like several sheets of ice. Or uh, some plywood that someone has strategically placed in, like a little plywood, uh, like bread uh, slicer thing. Mm-hmm. It just, just busted. Just busted. It just makes me feel good. <laughs> yeah, I gotta, I gotta say, I've, I've gone back a couple of times recently because Ollie's of the age where he he suddenly really likes Ghostbusters. We've watched it a few times, and I don't think the science in that movie actually holds up. <laughs> oh. Well, give me an example, because I think I might prove you wrong. Uh, I was a physics tutor for a while. Well, I, I mean, the whole the whole like the whole uh, sort of physics and uh, behind trapping ghosts is it's left a little bit vague uh, in, in, in its in its sort of. Well, know. they don't want it to go over the people's heads. They're trying to get through like a spirited narrative. They're not trying to teach us the science. I feel like there's there's literature if you want to learn the actual science behind it. I just I would have liked something a little yeah, more read it. 
ants where we actually spent some time with the science. So we felt a little more like it felt a little more feasible because I, I, I do think also I think Venkman is not a very good scientist. Yeah, I mean, I, I feel like that's 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 part of the I feel like that's part of his shortcoming. But I feel like he's a people person and I feel like you need that in a group. I feel like. You know, you've got he's like the face man, and then like Egon's the science man, and Ray's the money, and and Winston he's the demolitions expert. But I feel like looking at it, but through today's lens, like Egon mm-hmm. is probably the most attractive Ghostbuster, mm-hmm. and actually uh, Ray is really so a lot of problematic behaviors and a lot of boundary issues with Ray and consent mm-hmm. issues. Uh, so um, uh, yeah. I feel like I appreciate that you didn't try to like get into a Die Hard's a Christmas movie kind of like argument trying to say that like Rick Moranis is the most attractive Ghostbuster because I feel like he puts on the suit in the end of the second one out of necessity but he's never actually like deputized into the order or anything so I feel like you can't really say he's the most attractive even though if he was an official Ghostbuster of course he would be but because he's not an actual Ghostbuster it is Egon yeah and also that ghost uh, that ghost blowy was non-consensual and that's that's problematic it's true it's hard to say here's the thing i feel like uh it is a montage so we may have alighted over the consent scene i i feel like it's hard to say that to make a judgment call on whether it was consensual or not if there's anything i've learned uh in my lifetime in karate is that uh representation in movies will gloss over things that are very important uh you know mm-hmm. You, you've all watched karate movies. You know that there's a, you don't get all the, the training videos. Uh, yeah, yeah something else probably happened in there. It's fine. Well, hey, let's uh, let's just focus over to um, Nick now. Nick, we always we always give you the sports corner, and I feel like that's maybe not fair uh, to you as a as a, as a person. Um, so would, would no, you? We're fine. Are right, you want to stay with it? You want to stick with it? Yeah, let's go. Okay, all right. We've got a we've got a, a Chiefs Super Bowl now. Um, as what? We, yeah, technically had. Uh, we had, yeah, we Today's had Valentine's Day. How did you feel? Well, how, can you kind of give us a breakdown on how you feel like the game went? Uh, well, the Chiefs won. Um, it was it was closer than they thought. Um, in in my friends in the desert. Um, but honestly, the Chiefs are just way more talented and just incredible on like doing like sprint outs. And Tampa Bay is going to rush for and try to contain Mahomes. But yeah, Chiefs win. I think if they keep playing defense the way they've been playing defense in the playoffs the last couple of years, not so much the way they played during the regular season, they're pretty hard to beat when their defense shows up. Wait, and I agree with you. Mm-hmm. If they get turnovers, but Nelson, mm-hmm. let's talk about it. <laughs> their red zone defense is horrible. It is. They're it is bad. 32 and they're <laughs> like, like pass double. Like they're just like nothing. Like Spagnola just like sends the house and goes crazy all the time because he has the ability that he knows our offense is going to score like 34 fucking points. And like, honestly, like short distance, they're screwed. 
Um, but Bruce Arians wants to stretch the field, and it's always the same thing. And he hasn't even countered to fucking Tom Brady at this point. Mm-hmm. And like, honestly, the checkdowns haven't happened. I think that Lenny Fournette might have a big fucking game. I think game- he probably. I feel like I feel like they don't care necessarily about giving up rushing yards, or at least they're willing to. In the passing game, my friend. Yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry. Oh, really? You know, actually. <laughs> yes. yes. I feel like they're with their rush that get if they get Mahomes out of the box a little bit. I think then he's just got Fournette. Probably is the easy dump off as many okay. times as he wants. Okay. All right. So, so we do. So, need, all right, guys, we need to keep moving. That's true. Go ahead. This is also a game that happened already. <laughs> Like we were talking about hypotheticals to a thing we have actual stuff for. I'll be interested to see. How about that 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 stunning decision to have Left Shark sing the national anthem? Uh, was that great or what? Who what? Left Shark. Uh, it was a little Left Shark joke from. Never mind. All right. Oh, uh, the weekend for yeah. the halftime. Are we all in? Yeah. Oh yeah. Like it's one of those. I feel like it's, uh, I like him. I don't know. I feel like there's been a lot of, here's artists who've been around for like decades with a whole lot of big hits. That's an easy catalog. There's a little part of me that's like, I wonder what his set list is. That's true. <laughs> that's, that's, that's my only feeling about it. I feel like last year was a pretty big one. And so I feel like he's in a slightly an unenviable position in that. <laughs> uh, All right. Well, thank you, Karate and and, uh, and Nick. Let's let's keep on keeping on. Uh, we should True. we should chat with um we should chat with somebody. Who should we chat you with? You know, we were going to talk about we we're going to talk about two things we've been that we've been watching and talking about before, and I feel like we should talk about those things because we said we were going to, and we should see if someone wants to talk about Wandavision or the Stand or both. Anyone? Anyone wants uh, to talk about Wandavision, the Stand, or both? I can talk a little bit about Wandavision. Okay, Molly, why don't you join us, ladies and gentlemen? Molly, yay! WandaVision conversation. Sure, yeah. Um, My uh, most recent uh, experience with WandaVision was waking up Friday morning and already having seen a debate between is it family ties or is it full house on the set Friday morning? I'm like, (laughs) what? what could be family ties and full house related? And then I click on it and it's WandaVision and I'm like, so (sighs) PSA stay off Twitter Fridays. I mean, I don't don't understand why there's a debate. Hard lesson. Clearly family ties. Needing to relearn. It's clearly family ties. I Mm -hmm. mean, and then you hit the painting. Yeah. It's it's a shot for shot remake of the opening to family ties. (laughs) They even use some of the photos from family ties. (laughs) <laughs> and the kiss the cook sign. I mean, mm-hmm. just. Uh, <laughs> it, it was, I feel like the most slavish it's, recreation. It's my favorite part. Every, every set is mm-hmm. just. It's artistry and it's like a skin, you know, because the architecture, of course, is their own. So yeah. that added aspect of it, I think, is. Uh, extra, I like extra. it more and more. I think it's I think it's dope. I'm happy to see. I feel like forever when it was coming out there, I kept seeing it was just six episodes. And so for a while, I've been like, man, how are they going to turn this all? Then I saw there was nine like a couple days ago. I'm like, OK, that makes a lot more sense then. 
Oh, yay. Yeah. I did not know this. This is. <laughs> yeah, I just found, I just realized that because someone was talking about pacing and I was like, oh, nine episodes, really? And then I looked where I'd been looking like around in places I'd seen where it was like six episodes were like, it's nine. I'm like, oh, good. Why didn't why was that a secret before? <laughs> why didn't we get to know how many episodes for a little while? Whatever. Yeah, I got to I, I feel like. Gotta... Oh, go ahead. That was it. I was just, I was going to say I feel like my uh, my my only gripe with it very early on I, I still kind of think holds true and that I think they like by letting that whole entire first episode go and giving away nothing they it would have been nice if they'd include us in it gives away a little bit the the choking scene gives, is the first moment where you have the break I would have liked one or two more but uh, that's a minor quibble and mm -hmm. and honestly I had to backtrack because I was I was being really kind of judgy on it and then about the third one it really started I, I feel like uh, like keep going I, I feel like for people with maybe not without the knowledge of the backstory it was a little bit tough to get to get into that world with no with, with not as many clues so um, I feel like well, I had and that, no that's idea. A I had no idea and I loved it. I, I would say too. Idea those first two, it's a lot more. Are you familiar with the sitcoms that they are they are uh, taking this that. off of more than the source material from the comic books? Well, first, I, I do. I do feel like it's a tricky. They've been doing a good job with pace. I feel like that that pace is a little tricky for those first two to to not rush it. I do feel. I do wonder. I, I think they had to do two at once, knowing that there's nine episodes now. There's part of me that's almost like I feel like you could drop the first three and really fucking dragged everyone in hard in that first uh, that first day. If you still had six more in the can, at first when I thought there were six, I was like, oh yeah, dropping three that wouldn't make any sense. Now I'm like, I think you could have done it that way. That's the way they would do like the few marvel shows they did on hulu they would always drop the first three and then go weekly all right anybody else got thoughts ed has a thought but he no he doesn't have a thought all right well let's keep, let's keep moving on because we gotta do this like, thing. Yeah, i don't want to i don't want to spoil shit but I, I like i like where they're i like where they're moving they're doing things that i was expecting but i like how they're doing them the stand yeah. i don't like i don't like the stand either i don't it's like the it's, it's objectively bad <laughs> it's it's real sad because uh I, I i love the book so it looks much. really good but i don't like it i do have to say uh, i don't know why harold louder is the main character in, the, in whoever's doing this version's eyes i don't like how we know that character better than anyone else and he has clearly more screen time than anyone else any any die even after he's dead on it. i just i couldn't i tried i really did mm. and i think i got through this part of this through the third and then was like I got I got no time for this. Yeah. <laughs> I've never read the book, so I'm not that invested. Yeah, I I I've known these characters since like junior high school from the book and and I I feel like with the with the exception of uh, I th I thought Greg Kinnear did a pretty good job uh and I actually kind of like him. I still feel like it's weird cuz I feel like that character feels older than Greg Kinnear. Yeah. I feel like them calling him old man feels a little odd because I mean Greg Kinnear is older than me, but well, like fifty something, maybe yeah, sixty tops. <laughs> Not same, playing it particularly old. <laughs> I had the same conversation with Jack. I'm like, I know I'm getting older, right? And uh -huh. I know when I was first reading this in in like junior high school, I would have thought that Greg Kinnear was super old, but now it's like yeah, he's not really that old. I always kind of pictured him kind of like like you know 
gray hair, 70s, like spry 70s um, yeah. kind of dude. But uh, yeah, I, I think I think Greg Kinnear carried carried uh, at least uh, some, some a character you made a character you could care about mm-hmm. um no one else really got a chance to get developed and that was just uh that was yeah, just... i feel like in the way that they kind of macheted the the narrative to try to like tell a lot of that first part in backstory it kind of lets you not actually watch these characters get to know each other at all and so their relationships feel paper thin to me at, yeah. and then also some of them i don't know like uh I feel like some of the people they have are doing a better job than others too about that. But I just like uh, didn't care about the way that they related to each other a whole lot, I guess. I don't know. I feel like uh, I was constantly a little bit bored by everything. Yeah. Yeah. That's everything felt less threatening than I feel like it ought to have. I feel like Whoopi Goldberg must've been like, I'll do it, but you get me for three days and that's it. Cause she's barely in that thing. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah yeah so is the original better is that what you're saying sorry to interrupt uh i would say go if you're really looking for a good adaptation of the stand on on video yeah it's uh, the whole thing's on youtube you can watch the whole uh whole 90s miniseries on youtube it's got issues but it's a mm-hmm. lot better in general um and they take it's a it's a it's a about a five hour six hour watch um and it, they do a really good job uh, I think uh, there's some. I feel I feel like its weaknesses are the weaknesses that are in the story that already existed before it tried to make it into a movie, but it it kind of it 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 doesn't create new ones. I feel like like this one does to me. Right. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I I feel like I've kept watching it because I'm like I'm I'm interested to see how they play this thing out, but uh, I've just been kind of like losing focus more and more. I feel like the like the the big showdown coming up I was like there was part of me it's like I wonder how they do this and I was like that was fine I guess and I'm sorry did you say you read the book or you haven't read the book now for a really long time I read it in like junior high I I actually my my little twitter witticism that I didn't post because I, I saw it late but I'm sure it had been said was that they managed to find a way to make the ending of the book seem better because it was actually worse in the show than it was. Uh, I hated that ending. I remember reading the book. It's like 900 pages of build up to a to a junky ending. ending. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The ending the ending's bad in the original movie too. It's because it's just God's hand like appears and squeezes the nuke till it explodes <laughs> like directly. But yeah, I feel like you cared more about the people who died in it <laughs> because you'd spent a lot of time with them. Yeah. Whereas here, you I feel like I feel like the, this adaptation drives home more and more like i don't understand why more people in that town and i guess because the because the mother abigail tells them to do that and they all trust her because they saw her in the dreams but i feel like this one i'm like i don't understand why they're following these people who are who've been set by god to lead them i don't these guys don't seem to have a handle on any of this stuff particularly well i feel like i'd be constantly questioning them all the time <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we have a, a, an important question um, in the on the chat, and and uh, karate is eating eating something, and and uh, everyone's really uh, curious. Is is that cereal there that you, that, that you guys are are mowing on? Because um, it looks good. Bucket of oats. It's what? Oh, it's absolutely not a dessert, ladies and gentlemen. It is tofu. Cool. Yeah. Tofu. Nice. Awesome. 
All right. So there the you audience go. audience is shocked, by the way. No one can see that. Uh, karate goes to bed at like nine o'clock. So this is totally past Friday's bedtime. Mm-hmm. And it's like 100, like 50% past Karate's dinner time. You, you, got, you got to rise before the sun to train. Man, so. oh man. <laughs> it doesn't look like easy being Karate Samson. That's for nah. sure. It's not. It's not. I'm going to go back to eat my tofu now. <laughs> Do it. Uh, ladies All and right. gentlemen, speaking of tofu, it's Courtney Shipley. Hi, Courtney. Hey, girl. Hey. Hey. Uh, it's good to see you. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for coming. Thanks for coming. Um, how are things? Are you still on that city commission thing? Uh, yeah. I'm a vice mayor now. Really? Oh, yeah. yeah. Nice. Well, real talk. Do you get a do you get a little uh, one of those little uh, a sash? Th- yeah, I do not. But I will tell you, uh, you guys won't remember, but a few months ago you had a conversation about how you both needed a sash, so I ordered you a sash. But it was in the middle of COVID, and so it'll be months before you see the beautiful silky sashes that I ordered for you. <laughs> Ooh. I can't imagine when all that power goes to our head, how we're going to be uh, <laughs> insufferable now. It's going to get a lot worse. Um, well, you could sing like uh, we represent the lollipop kids. I mean, you could be anything. You could go anywhere with it. Well, thank you. That's amazing. That's amazing. Um, you know, I, I, I don't want to, I don't want to, uh, you know, focus on, on, on city politics uh, exclusively because it seems like it's been really boring lately. So um, instead let's talk about uh, like the like important stuff. Like um, how, how are things with you? What's how's pandemic life treating you? Are you really enjoying it? Yeah. So I'm trapped here with my children. Um all the time uh they're bored off their kit uh and i am also losing my mind i've been uh and this is why i can't eat the glorious pizza i've been uh dieting because that's what american women are supposed to do and working out and so um that's how uh bad it is we've we've gone into the treadmill mode um, but you know what? We're close to the vaccine. We're all on the list. I'm assuming everyone's gotten on their list that they're supposed to get on. And uh, no, no. I actually said no to the, they offered me the vaccine and I said no. I, they needed to give it to someone else. So. I haven't yeah. seen anything yet about yeah. anything for me. Beyond, beyond like, uh, we'll get to you. I'm 100% non-essential. Yeah, me too. I had nothing I do is is that important that I can't do it from my house. Nothing so. is essential about me. I think um, on the on the United Way's website, it said you need to uh, take your laptop out to the grove at midnight, find a stump with some water in it. You throw the water on your face three times. You chant, hey, diddle, diddle, hey, diddle, diddle, hey, diddle, diddle. Then you contact the Department of Labor and ask them to connect you with the vaccine department. Uh, and after uh, 27 days, you'll receive a, um, an angel visit with a, with a note as to when your appointment is. Yeah, Man, I you ain't contacting no Department of Labor. Yeah, sorry, that's <laughs> that plan. Really, I, I outlined the whole thing, and I'm like, this all seems entirely plausible until you get into contacting the Department of Labor. That that's nobody's gonna buy that, Avril. The yeah, computer I, systems I, are still real to real. Yeah, I'm also uh, Chris on the uh, other side of that, which is that 
my husband and my best friend had their identity stolen. So they're on the other side of what you're going mm -hmm. through and they will not acknowledge in any way, shape or form anything that any, any, any of the notification, just like you said, when you call in the line just cuts off and it's over. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's bullshit. It's the craziest thing I've ever seen. I, got I saw a thing that where they're like, uh, you can call, they're like, just don't call at like when we first open or right after lunch, which before were like the only times you could potentially call them because as soon as you got past like one to two minutes at that time, the lines would lock down for the day. <laughs> yeah. It's, but I, other than that, well, it's lovely. Thank you for asking. Good. Excellent. Excellent. Um, any big vacation plans? Uh, no, never. Uh, I, you know what I do though? This is real. I watched this show on the Smithsonian channel about uh, cruise ships. Do you guys know about this? It's like you watch like uh, river cruises and um, ocean cruises, but like they're like reality shows sort of. And you watch mm. like the what's going on in the background with the chefs and the dudes with the anchors and all that stuff. <laughs> so that that's, I guess, what is my vacation now? I don't know. Nice. <laughs> As vice mayor, do you get Lawrence's nuclear codes? Yes. <laughs> of course. Of course. That seems like a hefty responsibility. Are you able to comment now at um, Lawrence's nuclear readiness? Pretty pretty good. We're doing like good. How, how, is, how is our, how is like our, what, how's our grid holding is, up? What it is, the mayor has one key, and then mm -hmm. I have another key. And that if we need them, we have to both be there and turn the keys at the same time, of course. Mm -hmm. Like Goldeneye. <laughs> is that, is that game. vault in Teller's bathroom? Is that where they just got to go over? The, sorry, merchants, excuse me. There are many different uh, um, bank vaults throughout town, and we should definitely do a search of them because it's, uh, merchants isn't the only one. Well, um, we we appreciate your your service on behalf of our community, and uh, and thank you. We know it's a difficult time, and appreciate that. Um, Is any, there a comedic vault? What what's that? Is there a comedic vault for you to? Is there, the, the Lawrence Comedy Vaults are they okay? Do you have access to them? <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure the uh, comedy mayor would have uh, access to those. <laughs> I do. I mean, I've got, I do. You mean like five or six boxes of Victor scripts that I have in my, in my basement here? <laughs> Various, especially what I really got, I have is when we would do a Victor show, we would do the writing process and we would have end up with two to three times more sketches we would need. And we would do a read through of these sketches over like a night or two. And for that, we would print a bunch of copies of them and then have them. I've got stacks and stacks of scripts from those those sessions sitting around from various years, especially uh, the revised versions for the show. Less of. Want <laughs> <laughs> to read the material that didn't get into the Victor Continental show, or, or the 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 versions before we tweaked them? <laughs> uh, that I've got a ton of. The other ones I do have a bunch of still. I think I've actually got a bunch of them on my computer too, floating around. I guess that's a big chunk of the Lawrence Comedy Vault, and then Amon's basement i feel like is we've got a bunch of, of locations underground just in case the, those nuclear bombs drop to protect our comedy reserves 
Yeah, hold on to it long enough. Watkins Museum will want to have it. Exactly. You can't keep it all in one place. Mm-hmm. That's right. Okay, well let's uh, let's let's round it out with Ed Parker and his cat. Uh, Ed no, Parker, different cat than before. Thank you, Courtney. Bye. Uh, Thank pretty- you, Courtney. <laughs> a series of cats that were coming through the shot. You have a lot of cats, Ed. How many cats do you have? Three cats. Three cats. You're almost a cat man. Like How cats, many cats you know, makes you a cat man? Yeah. Probably three. Mm-hmm. How many more? I, mean, I think I'm there. Yeah. Yeah, Ned. What's that? How many more cats would you take in if they showed up? Again? Zero. No more. I'm at really? the limit. Okay. Yeah. How are I don't you? Don't know when to say when, Ed. You don't know when to say when, Ed. I mean, that's true. I would take a couple more. Yeah. I I'm I'm doing good. I don't have anything exciting. You know, I've, I've got uh, my three secrets. Mm-hmm. Uh, my my three secrets. Um, let's see. I uh, I am an identity thief. Uh, I stole everyone's identity. Uh, I cheated on every person I've ever dated, um, and I don't believe in tipping. How's your karate practice? <laughs> what dojo are you going to? I I do now. I I I am the inventor of Ed Parker Kenpo Karate. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know if. Uh, if you if you have ever googled that, but uh, what well, how would you like describe like uh, the style and, and how it like differs from from a more like traditional uh, karate? Um, you know, it's that's they call it the way of the fist. Mm-hmm. So it's a lot. It's so, a lot of fist stuff. It's a lot of fist. Yeah, it's a lot of fist stuff. Not a lot of like. Uh, what about uh, the- chops? Hmm? Less yeah. chops. Less chops, more fists. Okay, the, and the feet are right out. Feet only. Yeah, only no in emergencies. Feet. Yeah, no feet. Feet are not in, involved at all. Mm-hmm. Not a foot guy. If God, if God meant you to kick, he wouldn't have given you hands, right? Is that what you're saying? There you go. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I don't agree with it, but I'm not going to tell you what to believe, Ed. Well, you know, that's this is this is why I'm the. I, I created Ken, Kenpo, Kenpo Karate because uh, I, I feel like know. God made these feet for kicking. And then when he saw we were using them to walk, he's like, Oh, look at that. Huh? Who knew? It's a happy accident. Yeah. It's like, Oh, they get around a lot faster. Now a lot more time for kicking less time well, for crawling. Well, being bipedal. That thing, was a great day uh, at the office that day, but they, I bet they had a little, I bet they knocked off a little early. Maybe, maybe brought like, like a hey, pack of beer down to the floor. Better than I thought. Fight. He's like, check it out, guys. Yeah. They're walking around on those things. How Everybody have a beer. We're taking yeah. off. I know it's 445. It's cool. I know we were trying oh, to think of a way to let him move around. Monday. We we thought they were going to be pulling themselves around all the time and crawling. And they're moving around a lot faster. So this is even better. Look at them go. Good job. I bet Nelson. they put it on the big screen. Yeah. That was a really good conversation, guys. I feel like we learned a lot. I think we did. I mean, I don't have much, much else. Paul, do you want to use this for your instruction? For for if you need some content, some teaching content, I feel like we've we've tackled a lot of issues here. You're free to use this. I'm all over it, dude. Okay. Like, well, like translate what you're saying into Spanish, and yes, well, the vocabulary connections with parts of the body. Yeah, la la mano al pie. 
See? Ooh, parts of Ed. See? Oh, I know. Los... The new. <laughs> Las partes de Eduardo. Ay, ay, ay. <laughs> Donde esta mi tequila? Uh, you know, we've, we've all had a lot of fun here, but we should probably uh, let our, our listening audience. Uh, yeah, yeah, this this turned into a, this, it was, this was so high octane, it turned into a long one, but we can't, we can't leave without one last, one final, one, one remaining. Uh, Will's Drunk Puppet Lines brought to you by Sunflower Publishing. That's sunflowerpub.com for all your publishing needs, bringing oh. you the Will's Drunk Puppet Line. I only wish I knew, Louver. It's all I'm thinking about, Louver. A kid agent could get away with all kinds of stuff. That's it. That's <laughs> all we got. All no, right. more, no more Will's Drunk Puppet Hour. Sunflower oh. Publishing, you're going to have to make us a new offer. Everybody who's joined us, we really appreciate you. It was a good live show. Um, anyone can stick around after we're done recording and have a, have a little drink. But otherwise, uh, listeners in the crowd, uh, have a drink. Yeah. Clay, you said that last time, and we clearly bored you till you were almost like falling asleep. What? That doesn't sound. Yeah, right. yeah. You you were piecing out. Like it was like we we kept you too long. Are you insinuating he went a really lot? I I maybe did. I don't know. But this time I'm in. I'm in. I'm I'm here for the. He's direct- too amped up from this high octane thrill ride. High octane episode. High octane. He'll never sleep again. <laughs> Will you? Happy Valentine's Day, Double Deuce. Double Deuce, Parts of Ed. Parts of Ed. This has been Double Deuce Podcast. If you thought the intro sounded bad, this outro sounds even worse. Thank you for listening to the Double Deuce Podcast. We'd love it if you wanted to get a hold of us and let us know what you thought. You can reach us at DoubleDeucePod at gmail.com. Catch us on Twitter at DoubleDeucePod or Facebook, Double Deuce Podcast. Yeah, and also you should uh, subscribe and you should rate and review and things. I hear that's good stuff to do, and it makes us feel good. And on the inside. Yep, and the outside. Both. I was walking with a limp, and then Rob Schulte left us uh, a nice review one time, and then my leg was healed. I threw my crutches to the ground, and I was healed because of your love. Give me your love. I need to eat your love and grow strong. Double deuce. <laughs>